Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 2 Samuel chapter 24. Again, the anger of the Lord burned against Israel, and he incited David against them, saying, Go and take a census of Israel and Judah. So the king said to Joab and the army commanders with him, Go throughout the tribes of Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, and enroll the fighting men, so that I may know how many there are. But Joab replied to the king, May the Lord your God multiply the troops a hundred times over, and may the eyes of my lord the king see it. But why does my lord the king want to do such a thing? The king's word, however, overruled Joab and the army commanders. So they left the presence of the king to enroll the fighting men of Israel. After crossing the Jordan, they camped near Aror, south of the town in the gorge, and then went through Gad and on to Jazer. They went to Gilead and the region of Tatim Hodeshai and on to Danjain and around toward Sidon. Then they went toward the fortress of Tyre and all the towns of the Hivites and the Canaanites. Finally, they went on to Beersheba in the Negev of Judah. After they had gone through the entire land, they came back to Jerusalem at the end of nine months and twenty days. Joab reported the number of the fighting men to the king. In Israel, there were 800,000 able-bodied men who could handle a sword, and in Judah, 500,000 more. David was conscience-stricken after he had counted the fighting men, and he said to the Lord, I have sinned greatly in what I've done. Now, Lord, I beg you, take away the guilt of your servant. I have done a very foolish thing. Before David got up the next morning, the word of the Lord had come to Gad the prophet, David's seer. Go and tell David, this is what the Lord says. I am giving you three options. Choose one of them for me to carry out against you. So Gad went to David and said to him, Shall there come on you three years of famine in your land, or three months of fleeing from your enemies while they pursue you, or three days of plague in your land. Now then, think it over and decide how I should answer the one who sent me. David said to Gad, I am in deep distress. Let us fall into the hands of the Lord, for his mercy is great, but do not let me fall into human hands. So the Lord sent a plague on Israel from that morning until the end of the time designated. And 70,000 of the people from Dan to Beersheba died. When the angel stretched out his hand to destroy Jerusalem, the Lord relented concerning the disaster and said to the angel who was afflicting the people, Enough! Withdraw your hand! The angel of the Lord was then at the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite. When David saw the angel who was striking down the people, he said to the Lord, I have sinned. I, the shepherd, have done wrong. But these sheep, what have they done? Let your hand fall on me and my family. On that day, Gad went to David and said to him, Go up and build an altar to the Lord on the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. So David went up as the Lord had commanded through Gad, 
When Aruna looked and saw the king and his officials coming toward him, he went out and bowed down before the king with his face toward the ground. Aruna said, Why is my lord the king come to his servant? To buy your threshing floor, David answered, so I can build an altar to the Lord, so that the plague on the people may be stopped. Aruna said to David, Let my lord the king take whatever he wishes and offer it up. Here are oxen for the bird offering, and here are threshing sledges and ox yokes for the wood. Your majesty, Aruna gives all of this to the king. Aruna said also to him, May the Lord your God accept you. But the king replied to Aruna, No, I insist on paying you for it. I will not sacrifice to the Lord my God burnt offerings that cost me nothing. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen and paid fifty shekels of silver for them. David built an altar to the Lord there and sacrificed burnt offerings and fellowship offerings. Then the Lord answered his prayer in behalf of the land, and the plague on Israel was stopped. And so, friends, we come to the last chapter of First and Second Samuel. This Second uh, Samuel chapter twenty-four is the last chapter, and as you can probably tell already, it's not in chronological order. Uh, it's it's almost like an afterthought, but it's very important because this chapter gives us the. Um, the purchase of the property that would become the Temple Mount, where the Temple of Solomon was to be built. And so the chapter starts out, um, it says, The anger of the Lord burned against Israel, so he incited David against them, saying, Go and take a census of Israel and Judah. Now, friends, I believe that this is a pattern. The behavior of the people has a great deal to do with the behavior of the leaders, So in our own nation, um, you can draw your own parallels, and we'll pray about that. But if the people are right toward God, the leaders will be right toward God. That's what the Scriptures bear out. In this case, the Lord wanted to judge the people for bad behavior, and so he incited David to, to take a census, which Moses had previously been forbidden to do. Our understanding is that the idea of taking a census of the soldiers was putting your trust in the number of soldiers as opposed to putting your trust in the Lord. But nevertheless, there was a prohibition of it um, from the Lord. And so this um, a matter of obedience, David wasn't supposed to do this, but God um, let him to do it so he could um, bring judgment on the nation. So David does it, then he repents when he realizes what he's done, and the Lord says, okay, through the prophet, i got to punish you, David, but I'm going to give you three options. This is very unusual. The Lord actually says uh, you get your choice of punishment. So the choices were A, three years of famine, B, three months of fleeing from your enemies, David, while they pursue you, so war, three months of war, or three days of plague. So three years of famine, three three months of war, or three days of plague. And so David told Gad, now, this is a very difficult decision, but I'd rather be in the hands of the Lord than uh, in the hands of my enemies. So let's go with the plague. And so the Lord sent a plague on Israel, and um, uh, David tried to get the Lord to relent and bring judgment on him. But as we already heard, the Lord wanted to judge the people. So the prophet Gad went to David and said, go up and build an altar on the threshing floor of Aruna, the Jebusite. Now, this uh, this place 
was to be the Temple Mount and the place of uh, Solomon would build the temple. So David goes up and he purchases this place to build an altar. And then the prayers were offered on behalf of the people in the land and the plague stopped. Now, this is addressed again in First Chronicles chapter 21. I'll go into the, the Temple Mount a little further there. But in First Chronicles, it says that Satan incited David. And so the reconciliation is the Lord used Satan to incite David or to tempt David. And uh, the Lord directed Satan, kind of like a Job situation. But this idea of three choices of punishment is somewhat unique in the scriptures. And um, I kind of like it. I wish the Lord would give me options for my punishment, but um, he never has so far. Maybe he will one day. But uh, David's trust in the Lord is manifested in his choice. He doesn't want his enemies to decide his fate. He wants God to decide his fate. So he said, let's go with a plague from the Lord. We'll, we'll trust the mercy of God. And sure enough, the Lord um, ultimately had mercy and relented on the plague and stopped the death when David built the altar and purchased the temple mount. And so the mercy of God knows no limits. Now, this is the conclusion of Second uh, Samuel. And so um, I'll get back to the principle of as the hearts of the people go, so goes the leader in a minute. But I just want to recap a bit on on David, um, a man after God's own heart. When we first encounter David, he's a young uh, shepherd boy. Um, he was the youngest of seven or eight brothers and was not considered to be a great man in the making. But the Lord sent Samuel the prophet to anoint David as king, even when he was just a, a shepherd, a simple shepherd. So from a shepherd, we next find him as a soldier in his battles against um, Goliath. Um, he's later fearing for his life, running from Saul. As Saul um, tries to kill him, he recognizes him as the Lord's heir apparent to the throne. David becomes um, a sovereign king over Israel, first over Judah, and then later over Israel. And all the, long, all the while, he's singing songs and writing beautiful poems to the Lord in the form of uh, the Psalms and the, the different things that he, um, he wrote and, and spoke. David um, was a sinner in the episode of Bathsheba and the murderer of her husband, and yet he knew how to repent. Uh, David was a, um, a loving husband toward Bathsheba, after the initial manipulation that he had of her and the sexual sin. It's just a, a very, very interesting man. A wise man in some respects, a statesman in some respects, um, very passionate, you might say um, uh, easily angered or um, had a temper. But David, as a man after God's own heart, is someone that is is worthy of study. And thank God we're not done with David because um uh, the book of Kings has more to teach us about David, and David is, um, of course, expansively revealed in the Psalms, which are still before us. But for now, I want to just close out, um, Samuel, praying over this principle of um, the people's hearts directing the actions of the leaders as opposed to the leaders directing the people. Lord, in, in our generation, we often think that, oh, if we just had the right leaders— then we could have um, a godly situation. But Lord, the scriptures seem to indicate that if the people turn their hearts toward you, that you will bring uh, the leaders that are in place into a, a godly relationship with you, or you'll replace them. And so, Lord, 
We ask that there would be national revival on the United States of America. We ask, Lord, that uh, we and our families, start with us, would turn toward you, that we would um, repent of our sins and turn from those things that displease you and turn toward you in righteousness and godliness. May righteousness and the love of Jesus Christ spread like wildfire throughout our country. And Lord, on the heels of that, please bring us righteous leaders that will bring blessings and not judgment on our nation. We ask you all of these things now, Lord, and we thank you for the life of King David. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.